Yeah, we back again, episode two. <laughs> welcome, welcome in. What's Without happening, Conditions people? Podcast, episode two. Episode two, Without Conditions Podcast, baby. We back, man. Like we never left. How you feeling tonight? I feel good. I'm a little tired. How you feeling about the first episode dropping last I, week? Yeah, excited. I feel very good. Y'all really showed up, so I appreciate it. Showed up and showed out. Indeed. Definitely support it. Um, yeah, it was very, 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 very exciting to finally drop that first episode. Um, nerve wracking as well. Yeah. Very <laughs> nerve wracking. <laughs> the behind the scenes was a little wild. <laughs> Took forever to um go through all like the learning curves of stop of curves. starting something new exactly and it took forever to edit it oh my goodness yeah everything that we thought was done we were like oh we actually have more time to do lol right. it was a 30 minute episode and this is the thing about going what listening to that podcast of 30 minutes like 30 times yeah to make sure everything lines up everything just everything it's a lot Let's shout out to Christopher for doing all that work because <laughs> all I did was write the descriptions. All right. So what we're talking about today, mama? Dreams. Dreams. Let's get it. I want you to kick this one off. You want me to kick it off? Yeah. What, what, how, how should we even start the conversation with dreams and realities? Where do we, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, it's just what I feel about dreams are, you can go a lot of different ways. So I have... I've had, I have a lot of dreams. It's just how you commit to them and um, you try to bring them to reality. So people don't understand, like when you set that certain dream, it's a lot of work to make it your reality. A lot of work. For sure. A lot of discipline. A lot of discipline. A lot of everything to bring that dream to surface like we've been through so much stuff like so when i was in high school right my dream was to play college football and then on to the nfl like every football player's dream right right always make it to the nfl so nobody really knows well they don't take in what's the word i'm looking for effect of everything like your life doesn't go as you want it to go yeah, I think you there's mean always curves and dips, everything like when I was in high school and like a lot of stuff happened my freshman and sophomore year that knocked me back from even being eligible to play in college GPA and all that stuff. Like my freshman year, I was going through my grandma dying and um, on top of that, my mom having breast cancer and like, when you're a kid, like, you really don't have, like, a person to talk to, really. You know what I'm saying? So, all I really had was football. So, me just going out there, just playing football was my release for, of everything. And then once I realized, yeah, you got to have a certain SAT score, certain GPA to get into college. So, after my sophomore year, I had, like, a 1.5 GPA. And, um... So I went to my guidance counselor. She was like, yeah, so you probably not going to be able to go to college, like, at all. I was like, Right, that wasn't part of the contract. Right? I ain't, hold up, <laughs> I didn't sign Ain't nobody going to say that. No, in fact, I didn't sign this, I didn't sign this uh, contract. Yeah. And it's like, so when she told me that, like, I left the uh, office, and then I went out to my, what was it? 
Nah, it wasn't my car. I went somewhere. I think I went to the bathroom, and I cried for like ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> I wish I knew you then. Not to get you a hug or something. Cried for like ten whole minutes. Cause like, and on top of that, I had people saying like, "You're not." You know what I'm saying? You're right. gonna not gonna do this. Not gonna do that. You're not gonna be able to do this. Not gonna be able to do that. The extra like doubt and, layer. Yeah, and my only thing that I could do was prove them wrong and make it to higher points in life off of the sport I was playing. Right. Cry for 10 minutes in that bathroom, man. Yeah. And it's so hard because when you're a kid, you don't really think about stuff happening like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You didn't cry? No. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just don't think about stuff happening like that and happening in that way. And, like, so now you got to maneuver and try to make something else happen and work. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Once I got to my junior and senior year, GPA still won't there. It's like, see, this is what I'm talking about. See, like the kids now, right? They got a whole 10 point grading scale. Oh, do they really? Yes. That's wild. And on top of that, they have this COVID stuff going on now. So you really can't fail, honestly. Really. So I don't know. I work at a college. The, the teachers at my college, they be, they be doing some stuff. So you know. totally can't. So you, that's true. But I feel like it's still the same with like online learning, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like teachers make it super hard for no reason, especially now that it's online. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. I'm not in high school. Yeah. But I wish I had a 10 point grade scale. <laughs> like that would have turned a lot of D's into C's, a lot of D's into C's. Yeah. At least. But yeah. um, Yeah. Once I got out of high school, took a year off, did John Tyler. I tried like I legit went through this college process by myself like everything by myself like i didn't even know what to do honestly i just yeah. did a college application <laughs> yeah like i didn't have no guidance of how to do any of that stuff and then i did virginia state and then how many years two years two. out of high school i did virginia state and then i got approved not approved like i I got. I said approved. Like it was like a credit. That's card. what I want to say. <laughs> Not you saying student loans approval. Facts. But yeah, I got accepted in the uh, Virginia State, and I was so lit. It was like I got another shot. Yeah. To prove people wrong. A couple things too. Like that's also like Chris's family history. A lot of his family went to state. Yeah, a lot of his grandma went to state. Yeah, my grandma went to state. Aunts, uncles. My mom went to state, and then she transferred to uh, NSU. State. Yeah. Yeah. Another state. Yeah, another state. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, an hour and a half away from each other. Right. But yeah. And then got the state, got the tryout, got the walk on, made it. Then head coach left right after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a week later. Travolta was died. Right. Got through mat drills. And then ended up breaking my ankle. Mm. And then once I broke my ankle, man. Poor baby. I was like, yep, football is done. Can't play it anymore. And then I remember me being in that training room crying again because it's like every time I take four steps forward, I get knocked 120 steps back. Jesus. <laughs> like, what a range. Right. And I've, I've had uh, ankle injuries before. Like in high school, I fractured both of my ankles twice, each ankle. And I never took the proper precautions to not let it happen again. Well, strengthen it at least. Yeah. Which is a big flaw in athletes. I don't want to go on a tangent <laughs> on that, but for some reason, if you're an athlete listening to this, just let whatever injury you have heal fully before you go back to the sport. Because, Too much like, pride, man. 
it it's not worth it. Is I mean, it's not worth it. It's don't not. try to when don't you try think to come about on this it, podcast. It's not worth it. Like once I once I get older and I like I I was playing rugby right, and that was the like the next best thing of com- competition, competing like football, pretty much right. And then yeah, <laughs> hey man, if you please don't play rugby for free. <laughs> rugby is no, a sport that you should be getting paid for. Somebody literally was choked in the middle of a rugby game. Oh man, I will never forget. It that. got wild that day, guys. Like no, yeah, rugby is a wild. Somebody wild got licked sport. in the face. That whole pile just got crazy. Yeah, yeah. So me and Trace plays played rugby. We both retired now. I don't know about Trace because he be thinking about Trace do too much <laughs> coming out of retirement every day. <laughs> but I, I can't do it, man. Because yeah. I, I play like I still got a helmet and shoulder pads Chris, on. Chris, and I don't know if people know the difference between rugby and football, but rugby or football stemmed from rugby. So like they're very similar in how like they do things. Right. But like rugby requires like Ray more running. Um, and like it's more of like. I don't know how to describe rugby, but like it's also very weird because like the ball can't go forward. It can only go backwards. Yeah. But in football <laughs> in football, the ball has to go forward. Um, it, don't, anyways, it can go forward backwards. Uh, okay, you, you're a football person. I'm not. Yeah. But <laughs> when it there. comes to there. like tackling, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a football concept, not a rugby concept. And Chris mm-hmm. is literally tackling people, like like full on tackle. Oh, I was head hunting. Not literally, like <laughs> it, bro, calm yourself. This is not football. But Chris was literally playing like he was going. To kill these people, to oh, like yeah. tackle them full speed, and you're not even in pads in rugby. I think you just have like mouth guards, ear guards, helmet. No, you don't have anything. Don't you have your ear guards supposed to? Well, you get rugby well, ear. me and Trace had a helmet because I won't trying to um, because a lot of rugby players have cauliflower ear. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's when your ear gets like really, really like puffed up, and it looks like a mushroom, yeah. but it's like filled with fluid. It's nasty. Yeah, it looks disgusting. And I wasn't trying to, we wasn't trying to get into all that. So, but yeah, I was really out there trying to kill people. Yeah. Like, this is not football, bro. That's just Calm my competitive yourself. spirit coming out. Calm yourself. Because that's why he hurt now. Mindset. That's why he can't play. Like, once, once I hit that field, that, that switch just turned on. No, I feel that. Yeah. Like, just like when, you, when you're on a cheerleading mat, that switch just turned on. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. I mean, I, I'm, I feel that because we're both athletes, you know, but like, Back to the, the, the story very briefly here. I would never get injured and be like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and play on it. Mm-hmm. I might, you know, I may say I can return a couple days earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to just ignore the injury completely. And what y'all do, because you and multiple of your football friends do this, mm-hmm. y'all be like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to ignore the whole thing entirely. Like, excuse me. That's not how this works. I mean, it's just you like. I will, so I played a whole half, like two quarters with my ankle fracture. See? Like, because I, I know that, like, my team was dependent on me. No. You're and I understand that now. I understand it now. But. Now they out longer with you because you didn't play it on it while it was fractured. <laughs> For sure. Make, make the math make sense. <laughs> For sure. But it's like, it's not like, I mean, this football is just a competitive, like, sport. When you're out there, that's all you see. That's all you feel. And you don't want to, you don't want to be out of it. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. I, again, athlete to athlete, I definitely understand. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can resonate with those feelings, especially when it comes to talking about cheerleading. Mm-hmm. 
but I think that um, <laughs> on a larger scale mm-hmm. of understanding how the team works, how the team operates, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely difficult for athletes to get in the mindset of like, my team needs me, yeah. but like, I also need to make sure that I'm good so I can return to the team that needs me. Yeah. Um, which I understand, but like, I don't know. I feel like as many people got, have, I've seen getting injured and cheering, whether it be like people falling on your head. I had a strained sternum for three and a half weeks because a girl literally landed on the middle of my chest mm-hmm. and we both fell onto the floor. Yeah, I remember that. Her entire body <laughs> rate. Let's just mm-hmm. let's go over that. Um, and here I am still trying to go full out. Like mm-hmm. it makes absolutely no sense when my chest is literally hurting and I'm breathing. Like my lungs are literally, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got Anyways, you. <laughs> so like, you know, and I think, I I get like why we do it, right? Like what the reason is behind it. Mm-hmm. But then also think about how much longer you're prolonging your actual return yeah. to the thing that you love. Yeah. You're literally making it even longer. Yeah. My heart, man, is this my heart was is so much and still so much into this sport. Yeah. Like even when I'm coaching now, I still I still feel it. Like after that national anthem, it's game time. Yeah. And I bring that energy as if I'm still on that, still on the field. And Chris has the same like game day rituals too, which is literally the cutest sure. thing <laughs> since high school. For sure. And I bring that same energy into the kids. That's why yeah. they feed off of it. You have to, you have to bring that energy. If they, even if they don't have it at that point, because a lot of kids are nervous. A lot of kids, especially young kids playing on the highest level, like varsity in high school for the first time, they got to feed off, feed off that energy. And when you bring it, they're going to bring it. Yeah. So, yeah. So back to back to this affecting your dreams. Oh yeah. Um, Coming to reality. Yep. So that happened in college, and then I ended up dropping out after that second semester, and um, did a little soul searching, a lot of soul searching, and yeah, and then I started talking about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, but never really committed to it. I had a lot of like just a lot of what's that word I'm looking for? I doubted myself. I didn't know like what how does, how do other people gonna feel? How does how will they see me? How will they see me? Yeah, yeah. So it's like like with the podcast. I don't know like what people gonna say. Like you know what I'm saying? Like are they even gonna listen? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, and then I realized like I talk a lot about pursuing your dreams and just doing what you want to do and not settling for anything less. Mm-hmm. And I was really listening to myself like, wow, I'm really being a hypocrite because I'm not even listening to my own words. So I really um, gained the confidence in myself and you really helped me gain that confidence in myself and brought that ambition back and um, really started hustling, started grinding in every way possible. Either this or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I still had to balance that out too. Like I'm a personal trainer. Well, retired personal trainer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still got one client. Shout out to my boy Stan. But I was doing that at one point. Like I was unemployed. And I was doing that at one point just to get money. Because mm-hmm. I know I needed the money to pay rent. Basically keep my household running. Up and mm-hmm. running. While you're still, you know what I'm saying, working two jobs and trying to do the same exact thing. And that really hurt me watching you work two jobs and come home at like 10 o'clock at night and got to start everything back over at five o'clock in the morning. Why I only got like 
couple clients mm-hmm. in the morning and I can just come back home, chill. Well, I never came back home and chilled. I doing something. Yeah. <laughs> Had to find something. Even if I'm washing cars, cutting bushes. <laughs> I don't need to laugh. I had to find something to do because I just, I couldn't keep watching you struggle. Well, us struggle. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, just a blessing, man. That like all the trials and tribulations that hit me, I always conquered them. We conquered them. You helped me conquer. I think, I think for me, when it comes to like dreams and things, I don't know if I ever was like a... A dreamer. My nervous system was always in fight or flight mode growing up. So I never really had a chance to like sit and think like, you know, people are always like, I wanted to get married since I was a young child. (laughs) I've I've always wanted a partner. Like I always wanted to be a mom. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I never had, like I was like, I want to be a chef. I'm about to be a bad bitch chef out here in these streets. That's the best I got. They be chefing. I do. They be chefing. You know. I be eating good over here cuz. Um, <laughs> that Every was, day. That was like the one thing that I remember, like keeping onto my whole childhood. And then I was like, "Oh, I want to be a cheerleader." Like I never thought to myself that I would be on multiple all-star teams, traveling, hearing, mm-hmm. winning competitions. Like not winning. Um, I mean, something slight. You know, what I'm saying whatever. You know, it's just a regular weekend for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Facts. No, I'm kidding. It was a lot of work. No, no, <laughs> it was, no, it was no, a lot no, of work. No, 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 Talk your shit. Talk your um, but I think that as like, I don't know, college, college really did a number on me. College was, I didn't want to go to ODU. As y'all mm-hmm. know, in the last episode, I went to ODU. I did. Um, and <laughs> not that I Man, did. I always wanted to go to Virginia Tech. Yeah. And then I visited ODU with Jess and their mom. That day and i just fell right in love yeah i was like sheesh no. <laughs> sheesh i want to go here cuz no wait chris was so in love with odu it made absolutely no sense i was like well why don't you just go here and i can go to jmu <laughs> i want to go to jmu so bad no nah, they definitely did. it was it was so unreal like how much i wanted to go to jmu like i even have pictures of me wearing like different colors jmu mm-hmm. shirts and i didn't get in um, and I went to ODU because that's what my mom wanted me to do. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, whatever. I got to go to college. Mm-hmm. Might as well just be ODU. Mm-hmm. Depressed the entire time. Depressed as fuck the entire time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but ODU taught me a lot <laughs> forcefully about like healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always been big in like geography, but never really thought of anything of it. Um, mm-hmm. And in 2015, I got the um honor of going to italy for 10 days oh yeah with some fire people who were the most phenomenal people who i've ever met in my entire life mm-hmm. um please shout out to nikhil um tori mm-hmm. and eddie okay, okay if if they're listening um i think that y'all know to y'all. i think y'all know how i feel about you but like the most in-depth conversations about like um our childhood experiences, spirituality, fucking Christianity, religion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over some over some chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some black people. Quality. <laughs> <laughs> quality right there. Like in was Italy. It um, it was fried. Mm-hmm. It's it was like a full platter. It was Ooh. like, you know, it won't just it won't just it was chicken, chicken nuggets, Ooh. fries. Ooh. It's a whole thing. Oh, okay. I have a picture. I can probably show it to you. Um 
but like that conversation was like oh damn like i'm not actually alone in this Mm -hmm. um and then i think that like i began to come out of my suffering after that like out of the idea that this was like what my favorite was going to be like Mm -hmm. um and then i think that from there my dreams kind of changed with the idea of like how i could express myself so initially um i joined empower in college which was like a um on campus club i don't know activist group that like went around campus talking about like um sexual assault prevention Mm -hmm. which is really empowering which is Mm -hmm. probably why i was called empower Mm -hmm. um as someone who's experienced sexual assault um it was really beneficial i think for me to be like oh like i'm talking to people about this thing you know what i'm saying it Mm -hmm. was like a super it was like a super secret spy like nobody knew about my story but Mm -hmm. like I was preventing other people from it happening. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the, that was the kind of level that we were on. Um, and that kind of really, I think opened up a bunch of doors for me to like be able to be myself in a bunch of spaces yeah. um, that I wasn't even necessarily ready for. And then I think from there um, we moved in together mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, like I have to be this person who like goes out. And like, I was super not introverted when you moved in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like going out every weekend and I was like also working and trying to like maintain these bills. My mom and I agreed that I would pay to have responsibility in college, you Mm -hmm. know, like all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I absolutely looking back, it was just depression. That was it. Um, shout out to all the alcohol that I consumed. Um, that didn't feel like (laughs) depression, (laughs) but looking back, definitely could have been a little bit of of that in there. Um, I was definitely, I definitely feel it because there is no way. That you can drink Parmesan every weekend. Oh, the Paul Peach? Come on now. Paul Peach, we Parmesan, were really, We were really something else. B&J. We even had a whole system made up of like who would buy the liquor every weekend. No, like facts. that was. Me, you and Willie, man. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was, that was it. Um, So like, I think that that was a whole phase. And then I think finally, like I was working this job and I had. I just got graduated from college um, and then Chris and I ended up moving in together again. Um, we moved out of our apartment in Norfolk and then into one in Chester mm-hmm. um, and skip a couple years in between that. <laughs> but um, I had, I was working at the DMV and I lost that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to, he wouldn't know that I lost it that way, but <laughs> lost that job. And then, um, I was unemployed for six weeks and it was like the most rewarding, uncomfortable six weeks of my life. Mm -hmm. And I started a job somewhere that like really kicked off my healing journey. Um, And I was in like a call center space. I didn't know it was a call center. I mean, I knew it was a call center, but I didn't know it was a call center. Like I didn't know. No. Yeah. Um, And oh boy, that was a... tough town and that's when chris was talking about like where he was working with personal training and i was like having these two jobs um yeah because i did not want to work there and so i ended up going to therapy this is my second time going to therapy um the first time didn't work out the best so yeah um went to therapy um because i was having mad like panic attacks every two seconds like i had to wake up early just so i could like I was trying to calculate the panic attacks into my day mm-hmm. um, so I could go to work and I had like a 40 minute drive to work and I was like stopping on the road when panic attacks were happening so I could like take some time to breathe and get back on the road and then I would have to pull over again. Um, like it took me a very long time to get to work and I think one day I was just like 
I'm putting my two weeks in after meeting with my therapist who was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, we can talk about ways that you can like get through it, but basically you're just not aligned. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. cool, not aligned. Um, and I ended up putting my two weeks in and then I ended up working um, half a day. And that was all that I got through with that job. And then um, I went to Spain, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> recently unemployed. Um, and came back and we had to figure things out. Um, but I think that that started me dreaming because that's when I started first posting on YouTube Yeah, and I had like hella content that I was just like, I was like, Oh, I'm not working anymore. Like, I think I had probably like maybe another six weeks, I would say maybe mm-hmm. like five or six weeks yeah. that I was like recording every day. I was like waking up. This is what I'm doing today. Like it was absolutely nothing. And I had all these videos I had recorded in Spain. My mom uh, actually ended up recording some pieces for me while I was in Spain, like mm-hmm. some things I could be in the video. Um, and I was like, that's when I knew I was like, oh, finally, this is like, I didn't want to do YouTube, but like, I didn't mm-hmm. know I wanted to do YouTube like this. Yeah. When I tell you, I was like sitting there editing, Chris could tell you, like I was editing every night and I was like, I think I want to do this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I want to do this, do this, yeah. you know, and my computer broke. Um, and it was, it was mostly just a sign of like me not really being prepared because the things that I was posting were vulnerable, but they weren't vulnerable enough for the content that I actually like wanted to create, Mm -hmm. um, which was fair because it wasn't time. But I think that that kind of like got me kicked off with like dreams because like I ended up getting a job that was paying, well, I was working two jobs, but one of them was what I was doing at DMV with way less stress. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I love my job at DMV, um, you did it was low key. way way less stress um and it was like more pay like i think i was getting like i don't know i don't know how much money i was making at dmv i can't even remember but it was like 700 dollars a check mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically nothing um and at this new job like i was getting like six dollars more an hour to start mm-hmm. and i was like oh Mm-hmm. right big money i like that um but <laughs> it was still Musk. you know it was <laughs> some slight um but it was still part-time you know so i had to have a second job and so yeah going between those two and like that drive and it sounds so weird to say this but COVID really saved me <laughs> mm-hmm. and doing all of this driving back and forth and i think it really kick-started like my dream so i didn't even i feel like i didn't really start dreaming dreaming until like you know 2019 I'm being honest yeah um like i always knew i wanted to do some things but like i never like was able to put like names to them you mm-hmm. know but now i'm able to see things like how much money i want to make and why mm-hmm. you know like we're gonna be millionaires well we'll likely be the first millionaires but it could be the second mm-hmm. that's my mom because she's really on the wave right now no, facts. um so if we beat her then we beat her if we don't we don't it's all wins for the family facts always um generational wealth yeah and she's really big on that too which taught me a lot which taught us a lot because mm-hmm. my mom was like holding classes on like finances and like all this stuff yeah um which is amazing you know um things that we put into play here and there but not consistently enough which we're gonna get into like more now (laughs) more consistent things with these um but i think it actually caused me to dream and one day my mom actually asked me like what's your dream car and i was like a porsche cayenne s and she was like oh like that (laughs) i didn't even know that you had and i was like yeah girl like what you thought you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying um but then like the fact that like i don't know i think my mom asked somebody else and they were like i don't car mm. like i don't even i don't really see past much you know mm. like of right now and so it's really important to dream to be able to dream you sure. know and i think that when 
when you're able to get from a place where your system isn't fully traumatized, um, then it's really easy for you to just be like, I have these dreams, mm -hmm. I can reach them. But a big part of that that goes along with reaching those dreams is discipline. Mm -hmm. And I think honing in on what it looks like to um, achieve the dream. So like for me, I didn't realize that like my my path to me being a life coach, a holistic life coach specifically, mm -hmm. um, was me being a doula, right? So like the way that I got to being a doula was just through me being like an aunt, a fire aunt, but an aunt nonetheless. Um, AJ on the track. And period. <laughs> um, and so I think that like my, my path to being an aunt got me into the birth world and then being in the birth world got me into like things like breath work and things like that, mm -hmm. um, which then expanded my mind to like how I can bring in these different practices that I use for not only my clients, but myself, mm -hmm. people in my life. I expanded breath work to Chris, who's mm -hmm. like shared it with some of his next his network. Yeah. Um, and like people have told me my whole life, like you should be a therapist. And I'm like, I don't want to sit down and talk to anybody for an hour. Like mm -hmm. I tell my therapist all the time, like, I'm grateful for you to do this, but like, couldn't be me, sis. Like, sorry. No, um, and so I think life coaching is a way that I've come back to a couple of times or like, I've never been like, oh yeah, that's it. Until I found the perfect one for me. And I was like, ah, this is why, like I went from being traumatized as fuck to being like <laughs> A doula and now you know into these new like paths and things mm -hmm. um and like i'm still dreaming right like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it stops here it feels like it never stops yeah absolutely like it feels like i'm like oh i'm a life coach now and what's next what's you know next? like there's there's dreams that i have beyond just this current moment but i'm trying mm -hmm. to reach right now the reason that like you know now I'm big. I won't speak on you, but like now I'm big into like consistency and mm -hmm. like having a routine and like trying to make some content, have a content day. Like is because of me trying to reach the next step so I can make the bigger dream happen. Like the, sure. the ultimate goal um, is to retire early. I won't say how early I don't put it in the universe. I have written down my journal. Okay. Me and <laughs> me and source know what's up in terms of Thanks. me retiring. But um, you know, so these are things that anyways, back to the dreams. So that's why I think like it's never never any process when it comes to dreams, but it also feels like when it's time to dream, like dream. You know what For I'm sure. saying? Like whatever you envision. I, I saw this quote, I think it was probably on spiritual TikTok, if I'm being honest, but mm -hmm. basically it was just like if you're dreaming, that means it's for you. Like you wouldn't have this idea in your head. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Right? I love that. Like you wouldn't get this idea in your head like I want to be a millionaire if like it wasn't meant for you mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you wouldn't get the idea of like you know you having your dream car you know right. what i'm saying you wouldn't have shown me that wagoneer if it wasn't for me <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get it you know that's that's all i'm saying i'm off my soapbox anyways no, for go sure. ahead. like no dream is never too big and no dream is ever too small never too small for sure like if you have a dream go get it it doesn't matter where you are, just go get it. Yeah. Back to my high school, like when I said sorry, I didn't I have. You were finished. Oh no, yeah, no, oh. no, no. I, I forgot. Like I just thought about it. I did have two people. I had you and I had my cousin. Cause I know I had you, cause you're always cheering on me on the sideline and stuff. Like when I turn around and look back, I always got a smile, so I always knew to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even in the hard times, but um. My cousin always sent me a text before every single game. Aww. <laughs> before every single game. And that I don't know if she knows that 
how much that really meant to me. I, I don't I don't know if she knows, but now you know. It right. meant a whole lot. Like I always waited for that text. Once I got that text, I knew I can go ahead and head out now. Like I remember one time she was late on one and it was like right after like five minutes before the um national anthem. Oh. And we had to be on the field and I was like, I can't go out there yet. I am waiting on something. Once it finally came through, I like, all right, bet where my helmet at. All right. Let's get let's it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it. Aw. I never knew that. Yeah. So I, I don't even think she knows that. Yeah. But um I don't know. I, I feel like I wish that I like had some type of like cheer ritual. I feel like we only had like team ones. Mm-hmm. And like all the black girls would like come together and be like, We're all black. <laughs> Let's Yay. do something together. You <laughs> right? know, like yeah. that was kind of it. <laughs> we would like wipe a bottom of our shoes or something like that, you know. I wish that I remembered more like what my ritual was because I feel like I probably had something that was yeah, like, you, just for me. Always something. But I don't know what it is for sure. I know I was when I got on that match. So you can tell me you can tell me a damn thing. OK, Back. I'm center of attention all the time. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you, come shit. on now. Like that was that was a different jazz on the on the mat. But for sure. yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I was trying to find my family in the stands. It don't matter yeah. who is there. I'd be like. Whole time you can't see, you mm-hmm. can't see nobody Whole time out you can't there. See, but <laughs> you always have, like I know, I always wanted to see somebody in the stands. Yeah. Even though sometimes I didn't, and you know what I'm saying, but I always knew that I had somebody there and somebody to cheer me on through text. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So never like, even though I had to go get it regardless, but like I knew I still had at least somebody behind me. Yeah, for sure. Sure. So what do you think is like a key to maybe following a dream, but you don't know where to start? You don't even know what the dream is. Like, what do you think is like, how do you get to a place of dream? How do you get to a place of starting? So I honestly think like when I started it, like I wasn't there mentally. You can be there physically, but mentally it has to match. So the only thing that stops you from being great and successful is who you you that's it that's all it come down to yeah you can be and do anything you want in this world but you gotta get out your own way yeah there's a popular tiktok right now about um i don't know what her at is and i wish i did Mm -hmm. but i know that she does like she's like getting dressed a mundane thing and she's like a bad bitch every time she go out (laughs) um but there's a TikTok with her and she's like, you got to be delusional. Like, whatever it is you want to say. And people are like, but why is that delusion? Like, mm-hmm. that's you being like realistic. Like, that's you claiming your power, right? Um, mm-hmm. Does that relate? I don't know for sure if that related, but I just thought about that. So I, I'm saying it. Oh, without condition. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> without condition. That's it. Um, yeah. I, I also feel like in addition to that, like, I don't know. I think because I've done a lot of healing, I come from maybe a different place um in terms of like how to start i feel like the biggest thing is like go to therapy (laughs) the only recommendation i have for anybody in the world is go to therapy even if you feel like you're fine go to Mm -hmm. therapy oh for sure um and i think i think that like once you know you get able once you're able to identify language i think that's the biggest thing right for at least for me is like I'll have a dream, but then I'm like, but, or like, even like with me and you, like, I'll be like, oh, I feel this way, but like, I don't have the words to say it. Mm -hmm. Right. 
I'll have to talk it out for a long time, you know, and find the words. Um, but before that was before I went to therapy. Now that I'm in therapy, I'm mm-hmm. able to figure out like exactly what the pinpoint is or what I'm trying to say. Like I can get down to the language quicker. Yeah. Um, and so I think when you're dreaming, if you don't have like an idea of where to start to to dream, mm-hmm. right? Like get the language down on what you're feeling, like what you want. Like if you if you just know that right now it's not what you want, why? That's a fact. Like if if you're like, okay, I'm in the same cycle. I wake up, go to work, walk the dog, come home. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. What's why is why? that not entertainment for you? Like, uh, why is that not good for yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. Like, and it's okay for it not to be. Yeah. Right. But like, what is the reason that that is not enough for you? Mm-hmm. And that'll help you. Like, you're like, oh, well, actually, I would like to have a meeting or two and then come home and walk the dog for lunch instead of only when I get off work at five o'clock. <laughs> you know, maybe you want to sleep in until noon every day mm-hmm. and make a smoothie in the morning and then go grab a potato from the garden. You know, I don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, you know, figure out what the why is. Why is that not? good enough for you yeah and it's okay that it's not maybe good enough is not, not the right language there but like figure out why it's not enough and then go get your enough because you deserve fact. it facts you deserve it absolutely 100 percent. 100 grand no chocolate <laughs> ew <laughs> ain't that a piece of candy i don't grand? know what it, i ain't never had a hundred grand. grand either a hundred or a thousand if it's a grand let me not i don't know I heard it's nasty though. I ain't gonna taste it, you know what I mean? Really? But I heard it's like red and gold. Yeah, I wouldn't eat it. It's like trying to say you eat Anything Milky Ways. Called a thousand or a hundred grand is like you don't you like Milky Ways? No. Okay. okay. Not a yeah. psychopath. What <laughs> yeah, the hell? Milky Ways is disgusting. If you eat Milky Ways, <laughs> you need to be um cuffed up, put in jail for no not even put in jail. You need to be in that electric chair. Damn. That's a that's, that's a wild thing. That's Milky Ways is disgusting, man. I don't even know how you even how people even eat them things. Yeah, they still in business. I haven't seen no for forever. I haven't seen a Milky Way in the store in a minute. But also, um, are you actually I looking look for, for it? it. Yeah, okay, that's, a, that's what I was about <laughs> about to say. Are you even look looking for, for the Milky Way? No, facts. Yeah, but yeah, guys. Um, yeah, I think I think that you come from a place of like work hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I come from a place of like go to sleep. <laughs> I do believe. Get get some rest. Like, um, yeah, Chris, I feel like Chris is very like, you got it. It's inside of you. Like, go work hard. You have a, you have a very, you have a coach mentality. Yeah. You have a coach mentality. I see that. I see that in every day. Yeah. You know what I have? <laughs> I have a, a sleep mentality. Go rest. <laughs> have you taken a nap? Like, right. anybody who talks to me, I'm always like, yeah, you should probably take a rest. You should probably go rest. Mm-hmm. I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, have you rested today? Do you have time to get some more rest? Mm-hmm. go rest like you you don't make babies you can't you can't be in labor you don't you don't you don't push babies out this is a quote from one of my um favorite doulas mm-hmm. okay you don't push babies out on eight hours of sleep in a full meal you push them out on rest Ooh. and small water break okay so you can't you can't get through life on eight hours of sleep in a big meal mm-hmm. you got to get through life by Figuring the shit out by taking breaks, resting, sleeping, getting over imposter syndrome, facing the shit that your nervous system is holding on to, doing some breath work occasionally, maybe stopping to meditate. Then mm. in the sun, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You got to let it be easy, especially if you're black. All the ease should come to you. There's this another person, mm-hmm. Candace, on TikTok. Um, I believe she's Bresh. 
And she's British in cup, New York. Cup, cup of tea. She, yeah, with the crumpets. <laughs> tomato. Um, and she I like is in my satin. <laughs> I know British people hate us. Boy. Amen. Uh, but Candace on TikTok, who's also my hair inspiration, may I add, um, she made this. She said this quote about like people were commenting. I think having imposter syndrome because like she um is like well off financially mm-hmm. i think it's a good way to word that that mm-hmm. she would be comfortable with if she was listening hey um <laughs> but like she was like i am my ancestors debt collector it's not my fault Ooh. like if our our ancestors worked overtime they mm-hmm. worked 23 hour days mm-hmm. in the hot ass sun yep you know what i'm saying so they were working overtime, getting paid less. Now Way it's my less. time to work undertime and get paid more. Ooh, I like and that. And if you're black, you should take that shit to heart because you deserve the world and you deserve all the ease to come to you, For especially sure. right now. So that's why I think it's so funny that you're like, coach mindset, work, work, work. And I'm always like, but take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> no, fact, that's balance. No, that makes a lot of sense. Because everybody, I think pretty much everybody's seen, like, the video of Steve Harvey saying, like, if you want, you can't be successful if you can't sleep. Yeah. And what like, will Smith do? <laughs> facts. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I understand that and everything, but don't, you can't burn yourself out. I understand that you got to work for what you want, but you also got to, you got to work for what you want, but you also got to rest too. Mm-hmm. And just, you can't force it. It's gonna come, but you cannot force it. Yeah. It's gonna come when it when it's the right time for it to come. What's for you is for you. For sure. I'm twenty seven and I've been one stuff since I was eighteen. Almost ten years since everything started to lock in place. Yeah. So much stress, so much <laughs> irritation. I wouldn't trade anything. Any of it. Cause it taught me so many lessons. Yeah. Patient, everything. To yeah. get to this point, be able to do anything I want, honestly. Yeah. And you learn a lot about yourself, too, like, on the journey, I think. Sure. When I think about things that, like, when I say, like, I started dreaming, like, we, we said we wanted a house, and we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. We <laughs> no, said some, some wild shit like that. But, you know, um, we said we wanted a house, and then we were like, okay, uh, we only want to rent for two years. That's all we got. We mm-hmm. got two years of rent in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo and behold, you know, two years of rent. And we was like, damn, it take all this to get a house. Right. <laughs> Who the hell is buying houses out here? Oh, facts. Um, and it, I feel like it took so long, but like the, the timing is always perfect. So mm-hmm. it's always interesting too how like you say things mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel like that when we said we only rent for two years. When we were already a year into renting. No, facts. Um, but But I think we we took we actually we actually meant that. Yeah. It's like we actually took that to heart because man, paying rent and like not investing your money into yourself, you're investing your money into somebody else. Yeah. And I feel like like just like with your mom, it's like, well, my mom too. Not our mom. Right, our mom. <laughs> that sounds a little but weird. But just, like, creating a generation of wealth. Yeah. And um, I think that really, like, kick-started a lot. 
I don't know. I, it's like different from like where people are starting, you know. Uh huh. And it can be it can be tough. But I think that um, Jackie Ina was telling me, or not telling me, like I was talking to her directly. <laughs> right. Um, but I think that Jackie Ina was talking about how um, renting is a privilege because mm-hmm. like it's like you have a disposable income that you can, you know, in essence, it's throwing away the money, right? Versus yeah. those who um, maybe aren't able to do that, so they can buy a house but like that also is taboo because like buying a house means you gotta have certain amount of money in the bank like ready to go kind of thing mm-hmm. um which can be difficult but i don't know why i went on the tangent but yeah it's anyways it's been very cool wealth building sure. <laughs> thinking about wealth building um because they're not fully in the process yet maybe tmi but as we build our wealth then it'll be super cool to see like where we go from here and things sure. like that Okay, I have a question for you. What's up? What is one or multiple ways that your dreams have changed over the last year? Ooh, over the last um, my dream hasn't changed at all, honestly. Over the last year, at least, um, been pretty consistent. Um, well, I mean, I've added some. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to. Do you want to share them? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. I definitely want to be self-employed by at least in the next year or two. Per? Um, even sooner. And to be completely debt-free. Completely debt-free. All the student loans, car note, completely debt-free. Um, how about you? How have your dreams changed in a year? Yeah. Um... I too want to be debt free, but that's been like a year or two yeah. in the making Consistent. <laughs> <Consistently>. <laughs> that I've been wanting to be debt free. Right. Um, I think that um, I've also recently realized in the last year that like my actual dream is not content creation. Mm-hmm. That's just a plus of things that I would like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and realize what my actual dream like job is when I think about how I'll wake up in the morning and what I'll do. Um, it's never like create content, sit in front of a computer and edit. It's, um, life coaching, um, which is really cool. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I've also recently Mm -hmm. re imagined Mm -hmm. the idea of me being a millionaire a couple of times. Yeah. Affirmed by some TikToks that it's in my, it's in my life path. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, recently well not recently but i think um in the last year or so i've been thinking more about parenting and i'm obviously like a dog mom now yeah um but i've been thinking more about what it would be like to become a parent um what i would be like as a parent yeah for sure what we would be like as a parenting team oh for sure i think Um, we'd be lit though yeah i think we'll be pretty cool we're a pretty (laughs) we're a pretty cool couple yeah for Um, sure but i never had like parenting is like a top thing to me Mm -hmm. um and so now I think as I grow up more, mm-hmm. I'm like, it could be cool to have a kid, you know? Yeah. It might be all right, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I can only imagine what they'll be like. Um, anyways, let me not imagine. But <laughs> so <laughs> that's another one that I think I've added on. Yeah. Um, and then I've also recently, I think, added on like not focusing so much on like the healing healthy like constant 
get everything straight, Jess. Yeah. Because I think that once I started healing, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is good. I can see the changes. Let mm-hmm. me go at it super fucking hard and like not, I don't know, like that's like my sole focus is like, don't stop healing, you know? Yeah. Um, And like, I don't allow myself the time that I was speaking about earlier to just like, just be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I've recently been trying to focus on like finding the joy in the things outside of just going to therapy and working on myself. Um, which has been really cool um, to do. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But all right, guys. Yeah. This was a great, great, great episode. Yeah. Man. We'll see how long this is. I know, right? <laughs> we were talking. We, I told you, we're going to talk. Man. Yeah. But it felt really good. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to rate the podcast as well. For sure. On whatever platform you're you're listening on um feel free to comment as well so that we know what you guys are liking and not liking mm-hmm. i'm excited to see the links for this episode to see if y'all are liking longer episodes for or sure. not um and i think that if you follow us on instagram you'll be able to get any other updates for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah thanks for tuning in guys yeah, um we dream appreciate it. love and be peaceful all right guys we, we, we out of here, we